Hello and welcome to another episode of the New School of Thinking Podcast. It's the trio. We are going to talk about COVID, COVID-19. We're going to talk about the effects, how we feel the effects are, our opinions on it, and what opportunities can come out of this. So we hope you enjoy, sit back and relax, and uh, keep listening. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the New School of Thinking podcast. This is another uh, trio only. So we have myself, Jamal, Dean, and Ren here. Um, Today we're going to talk about the pandemic a little bit. I mean, everybody's talking about it. So there's a lot of it that's going on. But I think our own takes on how it's impacted us individually Work-wise, I think work probably took the biggest hit, but how's it going for both of y'all? Yeah, I think um, work-wise definitely took the biggest hit. I mean, I'm part of the uh, an industry that got affected really bad. I'm part of the... um, uh, My company does a lot of trade shows, trade shows, exhibits, stuff like that. And when this was ramping up, a lot of companies were pulling out of trade shows. And during that, because of that, a lot of trade shows were closing, right? Conventions were closing um, all over the United States, Canada, and so much so that we'd be in the middle of installing, you know, the booths and we'd be told to stop, right? Right in the middle of it and then take everything down and leave. So it definitely affected my industry uh, in a a number of different ways because not only does it affect what we do on site, and what we do at the trade shows, it also affects what we, how we run our business and and our, our front end, our back end of the business world, right? Um, it's harder for us now to make decisions because our clients are not there. <clears throat> um, it's harder for us now to get things set up because our clients can't make those decisions that we need them to. So it hit us pretty hard. Um, I don't know about you guys, but because we're all we're all from different industries, right? But yeah. it does affect each industry, and I guess I don't think a lot of people understand how that effect can trickle down to another to another effect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, that's, I think I think that's it's hectic because, like you know, when you were when you were speaking, it kind of made me think about how businesses are structured and how like. You know, some of them have exit strategies, right? Like, what's my next investment plan? But I don't think anyone has ever thought that such a pandemic could really make such a large splash on yeah. a negative a negative impact. But obviously, there's positive um, solutions that are coming out of it. But at the same time, I think it definitely negatively impacted a lot of businesses that didn't even prepare for this. And I mean, I don't want to say pandemics are something every everybody needs to be prepared for but looking at this it was like hey it's like the sense of entitlement of like oh we're gonna be okay for the long run which is not true because when it comes to health and I think that was the biggest like um biggest I guess realization where we always constantly say like health is wealth health is wealth and now everybody's health is being impacted regardless of which kind of tax bracket you fall in and it's really trickling down in a very negative manner but 
that's kind of what crossed my mind and I'll I'll be the one I'll be the last to speak because I think y'all are going to hate me for the kind of <laughs> work from home lifestyle that I already live but I'll let you guys kind of take the take the reins here. Well, I mean, yeah, it's been it's been a negative for for my industry like we had to lay off people. Um, <clears throat> obviously temporary layoffs, but you know, other companies in, in my industry as well, our competitors, I mean, I've heard that they've closed their doors um, completely. Wow. Uh, just having a couple people just, you know, do the administrative tasks. But, you know, you think about these big companies and, you know, we make, I think our company is like a 30 to $50 million a year company. And you're like, well, some, a company like that should be able to at least stand a month, mm-hmm. you know, at least a month. But then you start thinking about how much, it costs to keep that company open, right? Like the building is huge, you know, the equipment that you have, all the all the rentals you have, they're just, it's just too costly, right? To mm-hmm. keep it open. And that's what people don't, don't really take into account. Um, like we had layoffs, we had layoffs yesterday. Um, and like you said, there is no real contingency plan because you don't really expect it. Um, so you don't really plan for it, I guess, but you do the best you can I guess when it happens, we've had the CEO, COO, you know, set up Skype meetings um, weekly, sometimes daily to just talk to the whole company as a group and, you know, tell them what, tell us what they're thinking about and how we can help and this and that. Um, Directives like cutting down your working hours. Um, Obviously, directives like working from home, only go to the office if you really need to. Um, Stuff like that. Like we, we are now deemed considered an essential service because we are doing stuff for the healthcare industry we're able to keep our doors open but now with the the total lockdown and stuff like non-essential services have to close right and then you start thinking about wow what about those mom and pop shops that have to close and that's their bread and butter that's how they make their money Right. right um but yeah i don't know i mean dean has it affected have have you have you felt the effects of this in your workplace I, mean, I guess like my company takes it day by day um mm-hmm. and they deal with like big firms and stuff like that so for them it's business as usual uh because no one knows what the future holds at this mm-hmm. point so they're continuing on with their short-term goals and and finding new opportunities right because there's a lot of um in the it industry a lot of stuff is offshore. Right. So it gives them opportunities to maybe bring stuff on board, onshore, sorry. Right. Yeah. Right. So you have to think about it this way, right? Like, um, like for example, a cup of coffee, think about how much effort goes into that, right? Like how many countries are involved in getting that cup of coffee to you, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right. It spans across the globe for something so simple, mm-hmm. right? And then when we stop... Like, it's like when the world stops, it's like the impact not we're feeling here could be magnified somewhere else in the world, right? Like, for example, like buying a car or a phone or like, you know, you know what I mean? Like that manufacturer work is not done here. It's done yeah. overseas. So think about like what, like how many places like are purchasing or are stopping something can it impact all over the world? is what what comes to mind but going back to um like we're taking it day by day um like i would have expected like furlough and stuff but i think they're trying creative ways for example like if you're not working uh take vacation time 
right, and only log the hours that you work, is a uh, is something that we're that I'll be trying next week mm-hmm. right? okay. to save the company money. So like only when I'm responding to client needs and stuff, I'll log in. I'll I'll put in my hours for that, and then the rest is vacation time. Whenever I'm not doing any of that, so um, it's it's interesting to see the creativity that's going on, but like. I haven't seen, I guess, the full scale, and it's it's definitely something now I can see companies usually like building contingency plans out for going forward. I was talking to like an emergency professional who was uh, who does this for for schools, and uh, he was saying like this is the new wave, like this is what he's been preparing for, and like these are why he goes and does the certification courses for it because this is this is going to happen more frequently with the way the world is going. So right. I was like, oh, that's interesting to note that pandemics are now a thing and they have courses out there for people to prepare for, I think it's called emergency crisis management. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they do that now and like they get people certified to handle things like this and plan for things like this. So very um, mm-hmm. interesting going forward. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, that... I don't really have much to say on this topic. Like, like uh, for us, it's always it's business as usual. Besides working from home and learning how to adapt from that, and seeing like seeing all the cliche memes of like, oh, this this is a conference call. This is let's play this bingo because we're gonna see how many times this has been said. I'm like. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it, it gets it gets a bit redundant, you know, but it is what it is. But how are you guys doing with the whole work from home shift though? Like that that's a change in your daily routine that, you know, y'all have had for like a year or so or two years or however long you could you guys have been working in an office environment. Like how have you guys shifted um, or what kind of practices do you guys have in play for the whole work from home? situation i think it's just a face-to-face connection that's missing right like yeah i mean like companies do their best they provide us with their technology and stuff then they they can't sit there babysit if it's up to you if you want to call call a colleague and talk to them for like five minutes ten minutes or if you're you're gonna touch you're gonna continuously touch base with your team like daily stand-ups right so it's the the tools are there it's just a matter of taking advantage of it i guess right it's like you can't lose as long as you use the right tools around you but of course it's just isolation it can get very boring right so yeah and i think that's what's like bothering people because i work me i'm a contractor right so i work from home sometimes during the week on a regular basis anyways um, or I work remotely as well. Like I'm not always in the office. So for me, working from home isn't uh, a huge deal. Um, because like Dean said, the technology is there. It's just how you use it. And it's your mindset, right? If you're, I find that to be honest, a lot of the older generation, they don't like working from home because they like going into the office and having a place to go to work, right? Um, the younger generation is more susceptible to working from home. They're more, they're more, um, appreciative of it, I guess you could say in a way. Yeah, they do, but like, uh, sorry to interject there, but like, no, no, I know from past companies, like, 
younger generations take advantage of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, they have, yeah. they use the Netflix, they use all mm-hmm. of this. Like, uh, they, uh, yeah. What else do they do? I, I don't know, man. But I mean, like, Netflix is probably the first thing. It would probably be surfing, or you know what I mean. Like I've seen yeah. companies get ruined because people take advantage of yeah take advantage of those tools, right? Like I mean, working from home, productivity does go down, and that's mm-hmm. that's expected. But like, uh, I mean, that's because prior to this, it was like people were just doing it for the sake. Like they could, they still had the option to go in, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Exactly. But yeah. now you have to work from home, and like I guess tighter deadlines and stuff is what's needed to make things happen. Yeah, that's where the mentality shift. Uh, what I was going to talk about is coming in. It's like you could work from home and you could be used to it, but now it's like you have to work from home. You know, so it's a different, it's a different way of looking at it, mm-hmm. right? And I find that a lot of people are feeling a little bit pressured because of what's happening. Also, like they're working from home. They're really the job security is now in question, right? For what you're doing, so productivity is actually it might be, in my opinion, be going up in some sense because people are working from home and they want to show that they're working from home, so they're doing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, like, yeah, I have to. I can second that too because I know, like, um, back at I have a couple of people that work at uh, a telecommunications company back in the day. Um, and they had the option to for customer service to work from home, and then they took it away from that. So their mentality going into this is like, hey, let me show you I can do this from home right. and keep me home and save money. And they, you know what I mean? Right. Like exactly. so, it, it's an opportunity as well to like keep it from working from home, save on the commute, etc. Going forward, and I think some people like. I see that as an opportunity, right? Like uh, my company, we don't do the work from home unless you're remote and you're going on site, right? But perhaps this is an opportunity for people to work from home instead of everyone just clambering into a building and like spacing it out yeah. and allowing people to show that you can do product, your product productive and you can save money in the long run. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I was trying to get to. Like, it's a good a good word you brought was opportunity because now something like this can definitely even though there's there's changes to how you're working and people aren't really used to these changes it it does pose as opportunity for companies and businesses to and owners to take a look at it and be like you know what if this is working right people are working from home we're still getting the same amount of work done or more um but we're saving a little bit of money because we don't have to have so many desks or offices in this building we don't have to provide so much equipment you know maybe um the real estate yep yeah so i mean like it could be an opportunity for for working from home to be an actual thing in in north america i find that north america is one place that they don't they they value the office i guess (laughs) more so than other places in the world that, that i've worked um or at least experienced and um yeah, this could be an opportunity for that. It also could be an opportunity, like you said before, about having contingency plans for if something like this were to happen again. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, all the way from, you know, the government level to the business level. But again, no, like I'm, I'm not I'm not a government official or anything. I don't know anything about that stuff. But just my opinion and seeing what's happening, right? But, but Ren, you are in a different setting. So you are in... 
a, a remote setting yourself. So how how has this affected you? I mean, to your points, I think both of you guys have brought up some really good points on productivity in itself. And I think it's very individualistic because for me, I have to be productive in order to keep my job, regardless whether it's work from home or going into the office. And I mean, my office is um, in the state, so obviously I don't have to travel or go out as much, but work and life becomes a blur because we're just working. Like home base is my office. So I think it, it depends on the mindset you set around it. But to your points, I think there is value when you're interacting with people, but depending on the nature of your business, like if it's a lot of decision-making, collaboration, um, discussions or projects, then that face-to-face -face has a lot of value because it's about the time, right? It's almost like you guys are in the office for X amount of hours. Let's get the decision done. Let's get it like done and let's move forward versus for me, my individual contribution impacts my individual, um, I guess, reward or even the defaults. My failures are owned by myself too, but there is that team environment. And for that, we do have the tools in place like the Slack community, uh, uh, Zoom calls and things like that. So depending on the nature of business, and I think to your other points that you guys had mentioned of, you know, those who have taken advantage of work from home um, opportunities back then and now it's become like it's a rule like it's a rule set for everybody you have to be productive and people are shuffling and hustling and bustling i think it's time for them to start reflecting on their own actions because right now this whole pandemic became a pandemic because people did not take care of their own actions if you're sick stay at home like this was something yeah. like that's where it goes and I know I've always had this this commentary about management, but it is managers. You know, when we have rules set like your your um, sick days and how to like how to honor them or how to take advantage of them in in a, in the right manner, it's almost like they make you feel bad for taking those sick days. But then again, yeah, yeah. when you're sick, you should be taking those days off. But it's a mental game that we're playing with ourselves of like, wait, if I take my sick day, then I won't have a sick day for the future. Well, you won't have a future if you don't take that sick day today. And clearly right now, this pandemic is, I think, the most valuable lesson to every single person. And it's unfortunate because of poor management, poor management decisions and the lack of communication of how uh, projects are being set or how future future goals are even on the project vision i'm not even talking about oh um I'm, I'm putting that pressure on managers of oh you should be um a futuristic person you should know what's coming it's not that it's almost like the planning portion of it how are you utilizing the talent you have in the room and how are you having them working in the most productive way like you guys have mm -hmm. mentioned like co-working spaces should just be shared for office discussions and whatnot you just co-work you book that time for the number of hours you need for that collaboration and other than that work from home like people should be held accountable for what they're being paid for because right now when people are being laid off a part of you might feel bad based on an individual's work ethic, but a part of you is like, well, you didn't really do much. Because if we're looking at the grand scheme of the business decision, like you, you weren't bringing anything into the into uh, the pipeline anyways. So yeah. cutting your job, I have to save the people that actually contribute for the longevity of this business. So right. it's almost exactly. like a, it's it's a harsh reality, but it's a it's a matter of time, and it's it's about time people start caring about 
um, these opportunities because I think people have taken advantage of the system for so long that it took Mother Nature to kind of slap everybody into place, pretty much. Yeah, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's true though. I mean, I I would I, I, mean, I I've been in that boat of feeling bad for people of like, oh shit, you're gonna lose your job, this and that. But you haven't been doing your job for you to even care if you lost it. So you're yeah, at the end of the, day, of the system. Yeah, I mean, at, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like you that's why companies make these decisions like like i said we've had layoffs in my in my company like yesterday i looked at i looked at our layoff like they're sending these updates so we know who's not in the company anymore across the board we lost 76 people yeah. just yesterday you know what i mean like that's a lot of people and then you start looking at who they are and what they're doing and this and that and you're like well you know these were support personnel you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't really core business personnel. And yeah, it's horrible that we had to lay off people and, and you know, it, it sucks in their, in their situation. Um, but like you said, it's a harsh reality that these were support no, people. But I, and uh, Jamal, I don't even think you mean it. In, and I, don't, I didn't even mean it in a harsh way. It's almost like everybody's working hard. And if you're genuinely working hard, you're going to be there yes tough realities of being laid off is one thing yeah. but that's a that's mm-hmm. a moment for self-reflection mm-hmm. because it's it's like the opportunity was there you didn't seize it you didn't pay attention to the importance of it and again i think it's like the abuse of the system and what i wanted to mention is like each and every one of us at least for me i know i've been like either um let go from companies or laid off on the other point but obviously let go so I don't really care as I know yeah. how, how hard we have to work in order to um, keep up with what we do but it's about working hard and if you you gotta you gotta scout your opportunities and really look beyond the, the circumstances that are presented to you mm-hmm. yeah and that's obviously that's like a different conversation because I think that's getting into work ethic and I don't know systems and stuff or whatever. But but yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's interesting to hear from a different perspective. Some some from somebody who does work from home all the time rather than somebody who is at the office, you know, and mm-hmm. then has to work from home, right? I think that's what we're trying to get at mm-hmm. here. And um, I mean, that was a good point you made. Like you work from home, that's all you know, and there is the blur between work and 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 lifestyle right and there is there's there's no real fine line at that point because no and this pandemic um, would have impacted i would say me more just because of i work from home and the only time away yeah. from home is like maybe the gym or going out and now we can't even do that so right and that's the thing that's mentality exactly. shift that it's it's driving people crazy because you can't even get out and do something right you could go for walks but it's yeah, not the same like as going to the people. You're like two, two yeah meters, exactly two meters away. I mean I mean I've, I've been on walks and like people would stop right in front of me because we'd have to cross oh, paths geez. you know what I mean yeah. like I go on the grass and walk around them you know what I mean it's like it's crazy but but yeah I think I think Dean you said it right like this does kind of bring opportunity as well like everybody's looking at it as, an, as a negative mm-hmm. but it does kind of bring opportunity for businesses to look at what they can do in certain situations in the future, how they can 
kind of develop a business con- continuity plan if anything like this were to happen again mm-hmm. and also like what their operation scheme is going to be moving forward because yeah. it could be an uh, opportunity for them to be like yeah these people can work from mm-hmm. home we exactly and the opportunity doesn't just end there in business yeah. right it's like you can look at the opportunity for personal development personal growth as well right like for yeah. example and the rent is complaining about the gym but you could just you could start working out at home yeah that's right? true think i about, do think think, think about think about <laughs> the type of exercise you're doing the type of like even meal prepping mm-hmm. and stuff like that like people have to be cautious about how much they spend like for myself i'll go to somewhere like whole foods and spend x amount of dollars but when i bring the food back like it'll actually last me a week right because it's like i'm i'm more cautious about i spent x amount of dollars on this much food i want to i want to ration it out properly for the weekend as opposed to like if you go to like a convenience store or something you're just going to grab a bunch of things and then next thing you know a couple of days later you're out and you need to go grab more right like you're not uh, yeah. cuz it's like oh okay it wasn't that much i can go grab some more or maybe even even school and schools too right Yeah. Right. They, yeah, like I think they yeah. went back to school now. Like now they're doing a lot of virtual. Yeah, it sucks yeah. especially like for universities and and um like kids uh, going college university. Yeah, like and like how they're doing virtual right now, right? Like for me like yeah. in the master's program they're doing virtual, which is not something I like it's it's cool and all that they're trying to continue, but like for me it was like I'm not paying this much to to do virtual courses, you know what I mean? Like I I could have Yeah. I could have done something. So like I'm waiting to see how I, that unfolds no, but unless, like will there, the technology Will there be a reimbursement or not, right? So technology is used well. Like for example, we have virtual reality. Imagine that was implemented as a tool used for a business program. It's interactive. You're mm-hmm. actually there. You feel like you're there. It's an opportunity at the end of the day. It's just that the the people that are trying to implement this as a solution haven't thought to that extent yet. So it's almost like mm-hmm. they're yeah, breaking up those means of opportunity of like delivering the service to its And I think potential. you're solutioning when we're talking about potential opportunities right now. No, I'm just saying that was an example. <laughs> <laughs> no no but no she's like you're right like it's it's kind of like they they took the okay we want to do this virtually what's the easiest way we can do it mm-hmm. it's not really the most effective way um because like you said Dean is probably not your cup of tea but somebody else might like it so it might not be ideal mm-hmm. but they are they are you appreciate the fact that they're taking the chance and opportunity to continue exactly. teaching it on like right right and and it's sour. just Yeah. No, I'm just saying they should just like go to the full extent. People are not thinking to the oh my god. I agree. But, I but agree. Again, I get. Back to the I get. Point, there's so many moving parts, right? Virtual reality might yeah. not be up to date. It might not be a technology that they have available at the schools, right? Like, yeah. but say, the thing is, happen to it. It does exist. Okay, though, can you so, uh, stop assuming? Listen, go ahead. Thank you. Well, virtual reality exists. I mean, yeah, it, it does, exists. but I mean, like, it's not like perfected technology. Like when you're paying money for it, right? So yeah, and they yeah, might yeah, not yeah. have they might not have the facilities to be able to accommodate, especially at these times. But the opportunity does open to yeah, what Ryan was saying in the future. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the I think that's the point that we're trying to get at. This yeah. 
whatever's happening in the world today is it's not shouldn't be only seen as a bad thing it's an, it should be seen as a way of opportunity for the future and how to better the, f- the future yeah how to better operations i guess yeah yeah everybody's got an innovation department exactly so utilize that to exactly. the fullest extent instead of just ideating all the time exactly like we do like i said we do remote uh, meetings and stuff on skype team microsoft teams skype business whatever and that actually seems to work whenever we have to do a collaborative meeting um uh, even with our clients right so there's things like that that can you know that can help and i think that it'll people will take it more seriously and people will look into different options and um yeah innovate to make things better I mean, you guys brought so. up the whole mom and pop shop and I think I can speak for that as well like my parents do have a mom and pop shop and mm-hmm. they yeah. they could have taken a perspective of course I'm I'm obviously concerned about their health because they're interacting with a lot of people that are coming in mm-hmm. I mean there're minimal amount of people because we do, we are setting up notices and saying hey one person at a time into the space just to you know respect the whole so- social distance distancing um rule but moreover I noticed how my parents took that conversation, brought it home and were like, how can we make create a new solution to keep at least a minimum float of profit or get the just have the yeah. business uh, the doors open versus other families were like, you know what? I'm just going to shut it down to, for 2 weeks. So that just shows the difference yeah. in mindsets of opportunities and like creating more of a delivery service versus closing up an entire brick and mortar uh shop in itself. So solutions are out there it's just a matter of looking mm-hmm. from that perspective and just yeah, remember i think it was a yes think about ahead. the startups that were founded after the recession in 2008 right oh yeah like uber airbnb exactly. pinterest what's slack up? what else what's up what's up square yeah. venmo square so, i mean yeah. like again you got it's opportunity right like that's what we've been trying to emphasize this whole time yeah I think it was a good discussion. I think we got some good opinions on different views of what's going on. So I think we're we're ready to close it out, guys. Yep. Close up shop. Ren, you don't have anything else to say? No, I'm too sour to just go back to my work from blah, home. Blah 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 blah. Jamal, <laughs> would you like to close? I think I think I well, I think I said what I said. It was a good discussion. I appreciate it. Um I think we we hit the I think we hit the nail on the head with opportunity rather than negativities um for the most part and uh yeah that is it that's all I got thank you guys for listening and tune in next time see ya see ya There it is, folks. Another episode of the trio of the new school of thinking. Um, those are just our opinions on what's going on in the world right now, and we think there's a lot to be learned, and there's some opportunity to grow here. So let's just keep moving forward as we always do. Uh, stay safe, stay home, protect each other, protect ourselves, and keep listening to the new school of thinking podcast. We'll be here every week, and as always, comment, share, follow, and uh, enjoy. Thank you very much.